We are concerned about your state of mind. Okay. Love is patient. Love is kind. Wait a minute. Have you heard some of the stories on this show before? So I was a mistress. I had a fling with another man. And then I got an infection. And he's going to pass it on to his wife. Oh yes, love can also be scandalous. That back thing. Love can be stupid. <laughs> and sometimes love just isn't enough. But it's necessary. So let's talk about it. Love, sex, or anything on your mind. I only call him ugly because everyone told me that he was, but for me, he was the best looking guy in the world. This is the podcast that knows no boundaries. Share stories and maybe pick up some great advice. From all around the world, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. And here he is, the ear to all your problems, the Philippine genius, DJ Mo Twister. All right, welcome to the podcast. It is a Thursday night, 20th of June. You're listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six, episode number 35, brought to you by Sharp Philippines from the Kumu Podcast Studios. My name is Mo. It's nice to have you here. Phone number plus one, two, three, four, two, three, one, sixty-six hundred. You can also get me on Instagram and on Twitter at DJ Mo Twister. You can do the Facebook Messenger stuff as well. It's GTWM Facebook page, GTWM Podcast Facebook page. You can talk about your love, life, sex, all of that stuff here on the show tonight. And it being, again, another weekday episode, we'll have one more tomorrow, I believe, if not definitely the next day. So you'll get one more this Friday or Saturday. So that's a good thing. Now, speaking of these podcasts, right? So last episode, I got a ton of feedback from you guys talking about how shitty of the relationships these people were in. And whether it be the first caller all the way to the fourth caller, the fourth call, not as much, but the first three were really, really just shitty relationships. A lot of cheating, a lot of, I guess, abuse and all of that stuff. And it kind of got me thinking, well, right before I was going to do this podcast, is how many of you, gosh, how do I frame this question? How many of you have never been cheated on before, and has ha- but you have had at least five relationships? And I'm going to say there aren't many of you out there. Very rare is it that you can be in a relationship, at least five relationships, maybe even three relationships where no one has ever cheated on another person. That's how prevalent cheating is. That's how it's always been, and that's how it seems like it will continue. Maybe even more now than ever, because as the world gets smaller, you meet more people. Uh, okay, maybe I said it's always been that way. Maybe it's never always been that way, just because in the old days, and I'm talking about way, way back, your exposure to different people was limited, and that if you lived in a barangay, a village, a city, a small town, you generally know everybody, and it's very hard to cheat because you don't really go outside those boundaries. Well, that's possible. I don't have any proof, but I guess that makes sense to me. Cut to 
what it is today where interaction is so easy, meeting people is so easy, meeting people from all parts of the world is effortless, that yes, the more exposure to you, ha- you have to people, the chances of you getting attracted to those people are high. And if you're in a relationship, that means cheating. So let me post that question to you, and maybe you can answer it, say, on Reddit or whatever. Uh, how many of you have been in a relationship... Three, three relationships and no cheating. Four relationships, five relationships and no cheating. I'm going to say straight up, not impossible, because that's, of course, it's such a blanket term, right? Impossible. Of course, it's like it can't be impossible. But highly, highly, highly unlikely that you guys have been in at least five relationships with zero experience in cheating. You've all been cheated on. And if you don't know, I'm telling you, you probably were, just because the way human beings are. Um, speaking of cheating, let's go to our first call and uh, talk to Hazel. Hazel is 28 years old. She's from Pasig, and she's got a really interesting question. And yes, it's about cheating. And yes, this is a good one. So let's listen. Hi, Hazel. Next call. Hi, Mo. Hello. Good evening. Good evening, my dear. You sound very pleasant. So, Hazel, you sent me a message on Instagram, and you said you needed to ask me a question that you can't talk to your friends about. And if I'm assuming if you can't talk about it with your friends, then you probably can't even talk about it with your family. So, might as well ask a stranger like me. Uh, And I'm interested to hear the story. So, what's up? Okay. So, before I get into my question, so here's a short background story. Okay. So... I I am in an affair, in an extramarital affair, for almost two years now. Are you okay, married so, or you're dating somebody who's married? No, single. And I'm dating, I have a married friend. I'm dating somebody who's married, happily married. Whoa, no, well, okay. okay, oddly you say that, but sure, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's the story. So we're friends before we were even lovers. So I met him. In a sports club that I joined into in 2016. Okay. So, uh, it- oh no, we're getting cut off. All of the juicy parts here. Hold on, let's see if we can get her back. I know the. Okay, there we go. We got her back. Oh, um, yeah, you got cut off on. You okay. met him on a sports club. Shit. Oh, I, I, I want to hear this story so bad. Um, let's see if she gets back on here and. How about this? Is this better? Yeah, that's better. Okay, go ahead. How about this? Yep, this better. Okay, yep. so I met him. Yeah, I met him in a sports club in 2016. So I was the only female member back then. And I, I'm i not really so pretty, but I think I'm generally attractive. So I normally get hit on a lot. Yeah, no, you're pretty. Yeah. I, I'm looking at your photo. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've looked at several photos of yours. You're plenty attractive enough to be hit on. Yes, absolutely. And Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I would think you're pretty. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. You okay, kind of look so like Camille Pratt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I get that a lot. Yeah. You, oh, oh, you anyway, do? Oh, yeah. So, you look just like her. All right. Anyway, continue. Yeah. So going back. So going back. So I get hit on a lot by many single male members of the team, but I usually ignore it because I don't look for, you know, like a significant other at the time. And then, but not by, but, but not by my boyfriend. So not by him. So generally my boyfriend and I will live so close to each other. His house is a walking distance away from my condo. 
Nice. So generally, we yeah, we would hang out, we would get coffee together, even late night hours, we would get coffee, grab meals together. And, and since we met in a sports club, so we would schedule trainings together. It's very strategic. We could we go carpooling together. So we go to Subic, we bring our bikes, we train there, we run in UP. So we You're do triathlete? all this. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah. So we we do all these activities together and we race together in different parts of the Philippines and sometimes out of the country. Sure. So we do that, yeah, as friends, as friends. And then, you know, a month went by when it was late October of 2017 when the affair actually started. That's when we start sleeping together. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's, it started like as a fuck buddy thing. It's just sex because I can see that he's happily married. He's with his kids. He, his wife is very beautiful. Like he had this uh, good perception management in social media that you wouldn't think that she has a chick on the side. Yeah. I mean, his bio, like his biography says uh, second yeah. Timothy four, seven soldier of Christ, all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's very, very clean guy. Yeah. You wouldn't think that's why he. That's why I trusted him more than the single guys that were hitting on me. That's why I, I hang out with him. I'm comfortable with him. Right. So then, so yeah, few months with the the fuck buddy thing. He asked me to be his steady girlfriend. Well, I guess maybe he wants to be exclusive with me. But he's very honest that he's not gonna leave his wife for me nor the kids. He's not gonna. Right. Not gonna lose that for me, and did, I was okay with that. Did he? Did he give the sad story that his wife is and him are not getting along? They're uh, not mm. filling each other's needs. Blah 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 bullshit. No, but I assumed. Okay, no, so what, but then I what, never what, asked. If you assume, then how do you also do you assume that he's in a happy marriage? That's because that's what I see on Facebook. Yeah, but that's you why just said I that he, he, Yeah, but you also said that that's how he. You know, that's how people perceive him to be—that he's in a, yeah, yeah. he's a good guy and a great marriage and all of that stuff. But you know, yeah. you can easily fabricate that to the public. It doesn't necessarily mean he's in a happy marriage. Know, and of course, yeah. he's not in a happy marriage because he wouldn't be having a girlfriend on the side if that were the case. Yeah. So, let's get back to it. He says he wants you to be his girlfriend, exclusive, exclusive meaning Correct. he gets to fuck his yeah. wife and you, and you can only fuck him. Uh, and then what? Yeah, so that's the thing. So I was really enjoying his company. Sometimes I there was a mentoring thing because he's successful also at work. He's a very successful guy. So whenever I have struggles at work, I would I would, you know, like consult him and, and he would give me pieces of advice, which which I think is a, a very good thing. So outside of, of the sex, which is also amazing, the best I, I had. I don't know, yeah, yeah. Sure. So yeah, yeah, outside of it. It's a really good dynamic between the two of us. So I never get to ask about the wife. I, I never get to be like the insecure girl who how like how asks much, How like, much time are you spending with him? So like how much time in a week do you see him? How many dates do you go on per week? How many times do you have sex per oh. week? Like I want to know how much time you're consuming intimately as well as in training, professional, all that shit. Okay, so so for example, normal normal this is how our normal week would go. So before he goes to work, he would drop by my condo, bring me food. I don't know what not. Just normal, almost every day. Or we would eat out. We would have dinners together. And then on weekends, he would spend like his morning, Saturday morning with me. And then the rest of the weekend with his family. So I generally don't feel 
the lack of time. Like he yeah. gives me attention, so much attention. I'm smothered by it. In yeah. fact, yeah. so like yeah. Okay, so. so it was, and of course, he's able to do that because his wife trusts him in that he's fucking yeah, training yeah. and all of that stuff when he's not. Yeah, yeah. Well, he is, but not as. He's also spending it with you. So yeah. we are now in 2019. It's January yes. 19th, Wednesday in my part of the world, Thursday in your part mm-hmm. of the world. Where yes. are we? Unless you have, you have more holes to fill in here in this story. Or are you, are you ready mm. to ask what the fuck is up? Okay, so so... If you okay, want more so info, you can I, you can give more stories. Yeah, yeah. I just before I, I get into my question. Yeah. So, w- well, in the past few months, there was Mother's Day, there was Father's Day. So, and I began to reconnect to Facebook because I was feeling so left out. I couldn't share it with friends. I couldn't share it with family. So I missed my family so much. So I deactivated and then I reactivated again after years. Wait, 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 years. wait, wait, wait. So, time out. Sorry, yeah. I keep cutting off. Why did you de- Why did you deactivate Facebook? Because you felt bad. No, 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 because he was so jealous and it's a source of like you were I, jealous. Because a lot of you know, he 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 was jealous. So for example, I share stories in on Instagram and on Facebook and I get messages from people like random na hi ang ganda mo naman, hi ate. Right, right. It's typical. Normally why would I respond to that? It's like an online version of catcalling. It's it's not something that I would glorify, but Man, he would get jealous even really? though I don't respond. Yeah, yeah, he wow. would. So you know, this guy, this guy is a bad guy. I, I know you might not see it, or maybe you do see it now, but he is yeah. he, he is he a skilled it. predator. Skilled. I don't know, but yeah, so he 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 talked to me about it, like how how it's the online version of cat calling and I shouldn't be like flattered by it. So yeah, and I, I and I Oof, thought for a, for a bit that yeah, you were right. So I deactivated and and boom, it was peaceful. We well, weren't fighting anymore. Peaceful for him, right? Because yeah, he's a controlling so, yeah. fucking asshole. But yeah. okay, wow, wow. Okay. So you yeah. so let, let's so get back like to that. a couple of months ago. You you Mother's Day, yeah, so Father's Day, family. Mother's Day, right. Father's Day, yeah, right. yeah. And then so I reactivated Facebook without his knowledge and then I saw the photos I was under the impression that their marriage although they're still together but it's for the kids and that they're going through this dry spell something like that they're not really intimate that's the kind of vibe I get from him but when I saw the photos it's like I love you honey stuff like that I yeah yeah that's the only time I felt so jealous I know it's not my place to be jealous because I'm I'm the well, side chick, but I, I have mean, emotions too. If, yeah, if you're in love you with him, then, I mean? yeah, if you're in love with him, then you're gonna feel jealous. Yeah. So I com- I confronted him about it, and then he said that no, it's it's nothing. You don't have to feel worried about it. Uh, it's nothing. It's just for I get I I get it. Like management perception management. I think that's that's what he's doing, which yeah. I get. I totally get it. That's what. Facebook or social media is for for some people. Well, so yeah, so I okay, sure. I th- didn't spend so much time thinking about it. I went back to our normal routine, that back to regular programming. Yeah, and then so, and so lately we get into a fight because a coworker of mine messaged me in Instagram and he was 
thinking that I'm dating this guy, but no, I'm not. I really wasn't. It was just really a creepy guy who messages who messages well, me a you're lot. Attractive, but, right? And guys tend yeah, to but, be yeah, but but I don't respond. I, I really don't respond because he also has access to my Instagram. He could log in anytime oh and he would be a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit! Okay, I don't respond. I don't respond. It's not 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 just to upset him, but it's also because I don't want to. I'm yeah. very happy with him. Oh, I am oh very Oh, my much. God. The more you talk, the more creeped out I get so, about this guy and the more so bad now, I feel for you. But, okay, let's let's keep yeah, this ball so, rolling. So now, yeah. so now the question is, I ask you, I think I forgot the exact verbatim of my question, but I think I asked you for etiquette behavior or advice you can give to mistresses in yeah. general. Yeah. Because I don't know what to do. Should I stay or should I well, run? Here's but what I, I love he, him. Yeah, here's what I always ask all mistresses, and 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 more mostly mistresses than say guys who are cheating on their wives who call the show, because with, with guys, or well, let's say with females, you fall in love so much more genuinely yeah. and fall in love hard with guys. Regardless if, you know, it, it doesn't matter if they're married or not. If Once you establish that connection, you tend to fall a lot harder. And then, of course, married men who clearly this is an example of is, are, are generally manipulative. And he is manipulative deluxe. Okay, this is, this is top shelf con man you're dealing with here. So let me put that aside, though, for now. My opinions on him, I'm going to put to the side. I want to ask you as a mistress. And, and not just as, not to speak for mistresses, I want to ask you, Hazel, the mistress, what do you expect out of this entire thing? What's the end goal? Where do you see yourself in five years? All of these fucking almost corporate questions. What do you want to achieve? What's the plan? Okay, so here's the thing. I don't usually engage with married men. This is my first time. Right. I'm a generally happy person. Okay, but, but this is a case-by-case case purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, case-by-case yeah. purpose. Case-by-case yeah. basis so this, now. Okay, yeah. so this, we're only talking this about relationship, him. Yeah, yeah. This relationship it made me an angry person, which I normally am not. So yep. I kind of figured that this is bad for me. But, yes. But, okay. But, but in what's general, I Yeah, but in general... Since I was so happy with him, it's it's, uh, it's greatly satisfying. The conversations, intellectually stimulating, emotionally satisfied. I am a generally happy girlfriend. Uh, disregard the fact that he's married. Yeah, I am generally happy. Yep. I am, and since that he's married, I, I there's nothing left for me. No wiggle room for me. Right. Yes. So I considered being single forever. I I even I even made plans to like maybe. Just be single forever and just be like this. Like, be content to be with this, him. Never... Be single forever yeah. with him. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But because I'm so happy and I think he loves me. I think he's sincere. But, like, lately, with all the unnecessary jealousy, I kind of feel that that this is not the relationship for me. Like, right. it's causing me stress more than anything. I've right. never been so stressed in my life now. And, and and also now that I'm 28, I'm turning 29 very very soon. I kind of did like a cost benefit of yeah. some sort, like yeah. the cost of pursuing this. Right, is it, which is which is kind of the essence of my question. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, what was your analysis then off of this? Because I, I I know the answer. I just want to hear you say it. Uh, well, in in the the smart side of me would say it's not it's not go away run away from him as much as possible yeah. but 
But no, but I'm very much in love. So that's very impossible. Yeah. And just to think of the moving on process, the forgetting about him, the not seeing him, the not talking to him ever, it it kills me inside. It does. Well, well, what if he didn't love you? Would it hurt more? I mean, would it Would it be easier to run away if I told you I know him and he's my friend and he confided in me and he told me he didn't really love you? He, you're just there because you're there. It's it's easy. It's group sex. It's somebody like like guys. If we can find a girl to get involved in our hobbies, we're we're gonna take that deal. It doesn't mean that we're gonna live happily ever after. It doesn't mean we're gonna fall in love with them either. It's just if I'm gonna train, and I can get to do it with a female instead of a male, I'm gonna take that deal. And it doesn't mean though there's gonna be a future with her. It just means I would prefer that. So if I told you that I know him personally, and he opened up to me about how he felt regarding your situation, and he said, well, I, mm-hmm. I mean, I really, it's, it's my wife talaga, eh. this girl talaga, pang, you know, pang, wala lang, pang trip lang, kasi malapit sa bahay, pwede ko lumakat sa bahay niya, yeah. uh, we can have sex yeah, anytime we want, too. we can train, I can ride with a girl, instead of riding with my one of my guy friends. If he said that you were nowhere near important to him as you may feel that you are, how do you think you would change the way you look at this scenario? You know, if if what you said was in fact true, yeah. like I would, uh, would break up with them. Okay, it's not worth it. Like yeah, yeah, it's, it's not. It's I'm, not, especially not for a successful. You know, a, a girl's got a lot of things going for her. Let's even remove the whole pretty stuff. Yes, you get a lot of suitors. You get a lot of guys on Instagram. You get a lot of guys. That's because you're, you're, you're pretty, right? You're, you're attractive. And that surface part alone is going to generate interest from men. But behind that, you're also very, you seem to be very smart. You are dedicated to your sport, which is really difficult and grueling sport. You're, you know, you seem employable and you probably have a really good job. You have a lot of things on the plus-plus side, and yet all of that stuff is wasted on a guy that I'll tell you right now, Hazel, I'm going to guarantee that he does not love you the way you think he does. I will guarantee it. Now, I don't have proof. But what made you say that? Okay, yeah, because it's, it, that? it's the body language. It's the body of work. It's knowing who men are. It's knowing these types of men. He's incredibly charming. You know what? I would not be surprised that if you guys broke up, he would replace you immediately. These are not... He's not a good guy. And everything that you've explained to me, and everybody listening to this show probably agrees with me. You could probably look it up on the Reddit page, and they're all going to tell you the same (laughs) thing, that he is conning you. These guys are charismatic. They are very charming. But they are yes. very dangerous. And the reason why is, let's look at, I want to be exclusive with you. Meaning, yes. it sounds like I want to be you, I want to be the only person in your life and I want you to be the only person in my life. But that exclusivity is only a one-way street. It is, you're not allowed to see anybody else. I'm going to go home to my wife. And I'm going to go home to my family. I'm going to gush about them on Facebook. I'm going to fake this to everybody when the only person that's getting faked or the only two people are getting faked is really you and his wife so let's okay so there's that then there's the i want your instagram password and i want all of these passwords and all of that stuff and i want you to deactivate this i'm crazy he's crazy jealous and very very controlling 
And he, even on innocent men who are trying to hit on you or trying to admire you from a distance, he has a problem with. Okay, that's narcissistic. That's dangerous. See, there's bad men, Hazel, and then there's dangerous men. He would be in that category for me. That's why I can tell you, I guarantee you, he doesn't love you. He loves himself yeah. at such a high level. And, and then, you know, you take, you take the, the, type a, the type A type of guy that is into difficult sports, is very successful in the corporate world, relishes giving you advice on how to manage your life. Um, yeah, you know, his opinions matter so much to me, like in all aspects. Right, and his opinions matter to him. Yeah. I bet you they matter to him as much as they matter to you. He is relishes in these moments. That's a dangerous man. So when I ask you what the end goal is, and you're say single and then with him forever, you have to understand yes. you have an expiration date. These guys don't stay with you forever. He's never he's not even shown in his own marriage that he can be something to someone forever. You have an expiration date, Hazel. I promise you. I promise you. I am more sure about this than any of the calls I've taken in the past three months on, in, in this season. You okay. are the clearest caller I have in terms of what I can predict is going to happen to you. And you are going to get screwed. I promise okay. you this. So why... Would you take what is a very good person, like you've said, you're not this type of girl. Yeah. You, you, you're beautiful, you're successful, you're eloquent, you're smart, you're all of these things. Why give that to someone so undeserving? No matter how charming he is, because guess what? Dangerous people are charming. Dangerous people manipulate. Dangerous people make you feel special, but at the same time, make a lot of other people feel special. Look up what narcissistic is online when we hang up. Okay. Look, at, look up the word. Look up the qualities yeah. of a human being that equates to narcissism, and you're going to mm-hmm. find just about every quality there with him. But I Mo, promise Mo, you. How, how could he be narcissistic and selfish when he gives me so much time? Right, right, right. Isn't that no, no, like, no. for example... He, he charms you into thinking he's giving you all his time. He's not giving you all his time. You think that. And I'll tell you why. He doesn't live in your house. You don't live together. You're not in a relationship. He controls all the other aspect of your social life. Okay, that's danger. When, when you are housed into, in your place without him, and he will only go there when he feels like and when he has time, and maybe in the morning because the... the, the don't, over, don't, over, don't give too much credit to the time he spends with you. Don't. Because you're down the street. Don't give, yeah, don't give, don't give so much credit mm-hmm. to that. He's going to drive down that street anyway. He might as well pick you up. And don't... Give too much credit to the, oh, he goes to Subic with me. He trains with me. He's going to do that anyway. Don't put so much value in that. If you really want to see whether he's worth it or not, let's see the sacrifices he makes for you. And you know what? It's none. Nothing. Don't say, oh, well, he steps away from his wife. That's a sacrifice. No, that's a risk. 
And one day, when he gets caught, you will be disposed, dispatched, forgotten. The, the reputation, his reputation is the most important thing. Narciss, narcissistic people value their reputation so much. That's why I look at on Facebook. He's constantly, oh, I love you, honey. I'm showing this side to the public to make me look amazing. And yet, on the flip side, he's controlling, he's cheating, he's rotten, he's all of these things that you unfortunately don't see because he's yes. so charming. Yes, yes. The, I, it, but what you just said, it, those, those things that you said, I would never describe him in that way. But the body of work, the body of like work, that. yeah, but the yeah. body of work shows it. Man, the body of work is what you is what you look at. And then what because happens to you? Thinking... What happens to you when he gets caught, or if he gets caught, or when your expiration date ends? I I know that. That's why I'm so careful because I know that this will all end when we're found out. I know that. I know that. I'm not naive. Like I know right. that. So why waste your life on this, my dear? Are, are you the type to have a family one day and be married and traditional and all of that? Is, is that appealing to you or or what? Of course. I, that's no, the no, hope. No, you don't have to say I of course. So. There are a lot of people who don't want that life. you you're so into your life that you don't really want to have a family. And, and that's okay if you don't want to do it. But if you do no, want... If, no, no. If yeah. you, if you yes. want that life, the life of being truly loved and having a family and... I mean, I I think I'm called to a married life until I met him. So that's when everything changed. But growing up, I think I'm called to a married life that I would have kids. Stability. That lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're not going to get it here. I know. You're going to get pain. You have an expiration date, my dear. I promise you. How old is this guy? Uh, He's must be like 10 years older twice, than me? Twice, twice my age. Yeah, yeah. See, no, fucking for sure. My God, more now than ever do I believe it. I was going to say at least 10 years. That's what the word, that was coming out of my mouth. And then you said twice your age, which Almost. is even more dangerous. You're going you're gonna to get old. He's going to leave you for the next. Almost. I think he's, I think he's turning 50. Almost. I'm yeah. 28. Yeah. yeah, well, I'm not shocked. I, I, and I was trying to be conservative when I said at least 10 years older than you. He is, it, the writing is on the wall, love. And I don't have to... Okay. I'm not blindly predicting this shit. You can look it up. Look up narcissism. You'll see it. You'll see it right there. It, it describes him. I'm confident of that. I know he's much older than you because he's going to prey... These type of con men prey on your type of girl. And... Unfortunately for you, you're going to waste so much promise on something that doesn't, you know, that doesn't love you as you think you do, okay. or as love you as you think he does. I, I, uh, Hazel, these are guarantees. I am guaranteeing it. There is zero doubt in my mind. Not a little bit. Sometimes I'll throw numbers out like 95%, sure, 98%. You know, I like these numbers. I throw them but, out all the time. Yeah, but this year's this certain. This is 
100%. You are a victim of a con man. 100%. Zero doubt. Absolute. I will throw every fucking word out there. Infinity. Everything. But, but how... But, Complete but the jealousy, circle. I... Well, the jealousy, I, I have a feeling that it's coming from a place of love. Like, he just... You know, no. of, of course he loves no. me. That's why he gets so jealous. No, no, no. That's not Isn't how that, that works. normal? No, that's not how it works. <laughs> uh, it, it's normal if it's right? pa-cute. Like it's if it's normal pa-cute, response. You know, yeah, kung pa-cute, like, babe, you know, you do that. That's that's maybe out of kilig, love, jealousy, pa-cute. Jealousy is only good when it's cute. Okay? When it's, you're not allowed to have a Facebook account. You're not, you know, I need your password to your this, I need your password to your that, and you're not even in a real relationship, that's dangerous. Now, I share my so password you, my, with uh, my wife, but that's, we have a family, you know, and I work okay. in a position, yeah. I work in a job like you, that I'm going to get a lot of DMs, and there's going to be a lot of fucking crazy, slutty shit that I get, and I want to be transparent about it. I want to be I'm transparent. I'm the same. Okay. I don't want him to worry. That's why right, I give he, him access yeah, but to... He is worrying. He is angry. He does get pissed off when things like that happen. You know how many guys um, fucking message my wife constantly and, and, and say the most sexual things to her? And, I'm, and I know that. I know that that's part of it. I get it. She's beautiful. My wife is beautiful. You're beautiful. I understand yes. that. And my wife is going to get messages of emojis of fire and eggplant and fucking all of these most sexual emojis you can get. And you know what? <laughs> I, I, I know it, it's going to happen. I'm not going to fight her for it. And she's Proper not going to... gets the eggplant emojis. That's well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, but my wife's beautiful. And I know that. I, I, can, I, can, I know that. I'm not going to tell her... Boys are boys. Yeah. What are you going to do, right? So I know. I'm not going to tell her to deactivate her fucking account. Sometimes I will tell her to maybe lessen the shots of the cleavage and, and this and that. Or yung mga, di naman kailangan mag two-piece kasi hindi naman tayo sa beach. Pero we propose mo. I'll give her advice on that just so her co-workers don't think something of her, you know, to lessen maybe the amount of smut that comes yes. through. But I don't say, oh, bawal. Yeah. So... I worry that this guy is so controlling and you don't see it. It scares me. I, I know him to be a predator because he's twice your age and he depicts this life of perfection and ideal husband, ideal family when on the side it's, it's completely false. Okay. I'm not being very persuasive here tonight with you yeah i know because it's good this is actually really good yeah but i don't feel like i'm being as effective as i generally am and the reason why i think i'm not so good right now and i have my time i have my moments there's some moments where i talk to a caller and i think oh man that was oh, yeah. i was really good there i was i, I came up with the best <laughs> analogies and all you know all that shit i <laughs> yeah. don't feel so strong about this call like i don't feel like i'm connecting to you but please don't think i'm less Right, just because I'm not being amazing in this. You no. are, I am right here, 100%. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time that I opened up about this to a living soul. 
I'm, I told you I don't talk to friends about this, let alone why, my why, family. Why, why, so why, why? Why don't you talk to your friends about this? Please tell me why. Uh, well, first, I don't want to be judged because normally, normally when you when you have relationships with other men, even though even though uh, it's your closest friend, they would try to talk you out of it. They're not they're not gonna encourage you. They're gonna sound so much like you. When they when people care about you, they will sound so much like you. Very rarely you would find a friend or a family member that would tolerate you. Oh, if you're happy, you do that. So that's one thing. I would do that, though. Listen, as much as I hate cheating, if you called me and you told me you were the mistress, you were a mistress and your married boyfriend were this. And I mean, if you gave me different qualities, you know what? I would have given you the answer to your question about etiquette. I would have. I promise you. I've done that before. People have called the show who were in third parties in relationships, and I have advised them on how to make it a good one. I'm not telling you to break up with him because you're cheating. I'm telling yes, you to break up I with know. him because he's dangerous. Please hear that. Okay, Hazel, if you, said, if you said, my, you know, my boyfriend's married, but he's, he's like this, he's like that, he's like this. And I said, oh, no, parang, parang okay naman siya. Sige, if you really want to make this work, here's what I think you should do. I have no problem doing that. I'm not a preacher. I'm not here telling okay. you you're sinning. Okay. I'm not. And I'm telling yeah, you he's fucking dangerous. And one last detail. Yeah. I didn't tell you about it, but in my home, here in my condo, I have this CCTV installed because he checks me when I'm home, like okay. when I'm what All I'm right. doing, okay. if I'm sleeping. Or I wouldn't be like a f- I wouldn't be surprised if he were a drug lord. No, no, he's not. No, no he's not. I wouldn't be surprised. He's just like so controlling. Because that's what fucking drug lords are. Like, this is the behavior of a fucking criminal. He is a dangerous, controlling man. You do not see it. I feel sorry for you. I'm on your side. I don't even... Mm-hmm. You, I, you don't even have to be forgiven be, as a third party because you have fallen into the trap of a dangerous man. In fact, this is... Not your fault. Okay, you, you will never be judged in my, on my book for being a third party. You couldn't do anything about it. This guy is a fucking seasoned fucking predator. Hey, and, and I hope our listeners don't do the same. I don't want to read on the Reddit thread that si girl naman nagtatanga-tanga kasi. No, 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 no. No. This guy is good. He's good at what he does. And as much as there's responsibility on your side, on your end, for being involved here, I would say that's a nominal, minor responsibility. This guy is cunning, dangerous, as I've said many times already here on this call. Okay, yeah. So, so what do I do now? Like, how do I get out of this thing? Well, you're talking to the master at this point. Yeah, like specific steps. Oh, like yeah, you, you, you really, like you, what do, do I do? Do you want to bring right in this world or do you want to just bring right in your life? <laughs> you, you choose. I'm giving you, two, I'm giving you two options. Do you want to do the right thing or do you only want to do what's right for you? Just what's right for me. Nobody gets hurt. Nobody gets hurt. I just want to like reclaim my life. Then you got to get out. Just get out. Just, just un, 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 unplug the CCTV. 
reactivate, yeah. change your passwords, reactivate your fucking social media, and cold turkey that shit. And if he says, what's going on? You know what? I just came to my senses that you're not, you're not a good person for me. I want him to feel. I want him to be humble by you. It's necessary for this world that he be humbled by you. Now, my plan is to tell the wife. Like, that's what I would prefer. Um, but I don't think you're the but type. But I can. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's yeah, fine. Whatever. No. Yeah, I, I, would, I would love that if you did. But before you say goodbye, make sure to accumulate as much evidence as possible, just in case this goes sideways, okay? Text messages, emails, you know, document the CCTVs, all of that stuff. Anything that shows proof that this existed, please have it. Because this guy is not a good guy. And he might not do, he might do some nasty things to you. And I want you to be prepared for that. Okay, so don't delete shit. Or if you're going to do it, just put it away in a different file or a different uh, hard drive. And that's going to be your get out of jail card. Just in case something goes wrong. And then, yeah, worst and then, case. Yeah, then yeah. block him, unfriend him, delete him from your life. And my goodness, Hazel, you start living your best life as they say and that's without this guy and you might not find a man ever as charming as sexy as brilliant he's handsome he's handsome you may never find somebody like him again you might not yeah there's a reason and we connected and we connected so much and and he connects with everybody he connects with everybody his wife is probably saying the same fucking thing about him. His other girlfriend before you is probably the same, same, saying the same thing about him. And the girlfriend he'll have after you is going to say the same thing about him. Trust me, zero doubt, 100%. But we're friends. But we're also friends. Remember at the beginning of my story, I told you before we were lovers, we were friends. So... Yeah. But that also, yeah, but uh, that my, needs my, to my, stop my dear, too. Hazel, Hazel, he's, he's friends with a lot of people. He's charming. He's the hit of the party. He's the polarizing figure in the room. He's the one when, peop- when he walks in, people smile. And people, he is, that's, that's him. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, you know, no, you're right. Yeah, I, I am right. You Be- are. Right, because that's what he's good at. So don't think that you are special. Don't think that you're unique to him. You're just another one and there'll be more. And there's more in the past and there'll be more in the future and you're just where you are right now until A, he gets caught or B, you expire. And my love, you expire. You expire. In two years, you'll be expired. And then what? then you're left with nothing and you've lost your youth and you gave out the best part okay. of your, the, your best years. It's difficult to hear. Yeah. But, well, but I'll, I'm not, again, I don't know this I'll, fucking guy. I'll reflect I don't know him. About today. I don't know him. Why oh, am definitely. I right about him if I don't know him? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're right. You're right. So come on, love. It, it's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame that, you know, you could do so much better and easier than most people. You have it easier than most people. You really do. What do you do for a living? You, you, you've got, okay. you got a good job? 
Yeah, yes. I'm I'm an engineer. Puta. Talaga? My God. Yes. Hazel, you're breaking my heart here. You're an engineer at 28 yes. years old? Smart, obviously. Desired by many. <laughs> Not that that counts so much in this world, but it counts for something. And when you have the pick of the litter, you don't know, but you've just picked the cancer. And it's going to eat away at you. It's going to eat and eat and eat away at I you know. until you're left with it nothing. Is. And that's it. Putang ina, CCTV. It's like, it's like CCTV. a very heavy feeling that I carry every time. Hazel, CCTV. I don't... If you called me and you told me he was single and he wasn't married, I would tell you he's a dangerous man. The married part doesn't even play that big of a role here. You started this entire conversation. You started this fucking text that you sent me on Instagram with, I'm a mistress. You started the call with, before anything, I'm involved in an affair. You made it about the marriage and him being married. I'm telling you right now, if he were single, I would tell you the same fucking thing word for word. Because he's a bad human being, married or not. The marriage part is really just the icing on this cake. It's irrelevant almost, almost irrelevant. I'm concerned about the person you're with. Okay. But but don't get me wrong, okay? He's he's a he's a really good person. I, I, I you didn't do. say anything wrong about him. I'm the one who yes. told you he was a bad guy. Yes. You've never said anything yes. about him being a bad guy. Yes, yes. Never once did you go, yeah. you know what, he's like this, he's kind of like... No, you didn't say any of that shit. Yes. So don't tell Could me I he's even... a good guy. Mm-hmm. I, he's not a good guy. He, yes. <laughs> let's, let's play back this tape. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to listen to it. Like, I'm going to listen to this. This conversation, I may, I'm, I might sound so stupid. No, no, no. You don't sound stupid. You're actually very smart. Uh, again, there are a bunch of guys out there right now who are listening to you who have developed a big crush on you. I'm telling you, you have not bad-mouthed this motherfucker once. If you play back the tape, there's nothing you said about him, in fact, that was negative. Maybe you said minor things that he does that doesn't come off that negative to you. In fact, oh, the jealousy. The, the jealousy means he just loves me. Like... Even in, the, even in the craziest things that he does, you find a positive spin to it, which just shows how brilliant of a con man this motherfucker is. I'm the one who told you he was a fucking asshole, and I'm sure <laughs> of it. So please do not end this call with, um, I may have painted a wrong picture of him. You didn't no, paint no, no. shit. He is not yes. a good person. And nothing you're mm-hmm. going to tell me will change my mind. I am okay. undeniably convinced he is among the worst human beings that you will ever mm-hmm. come across in your entire life. And I'm sure. And I don't mm-hmm. know you, and you and I are not friends, and we're not going to be friends, and we're not going to like fucking, you know, you're in, you know we're not going to hang yeah. out, okay? This is it, yeah. one time, big time. Maybe you'll call yeah. me in a few years about some other boy or whatever. Maybe you'll call me next week about another issue you want me to talk about. But regarding this, 
This is the last time Hopefully I'm Hopefully not sh- about this. Yeah, no, it, it better yes. not be. I will not take your call. <laughs> this is the okay. last conversation we are going to have about this man. And I don't want to hear yeah. from you again. It's clear. Okay. Understood. Yes. And thank you. Thank you for talking some sense into me because I, none of the things you said, I never thought of those. It's, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Don't take my word. Just type narcissist on the internet okay. right now. When we hang up, you're going to see your, you, yeah. you, the only thing you won't see is a picture of your boyfriend, but everything else you'll see <laughs> is okay. him. Okay. I'll, I'll do that. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, you'll be convinced. No worries. Don't even don't even take my word for it. You'll see. You'll see on your own. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Hazel. It was, it was a pleasure. Okay. Meeting. Pleasure thank meeting. you so much. All right. Do good. Bye. Now. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. She looks like Camille Pratt. But but you know, Camille's got a little bit of a rounder face. She's thinner, thinner face. Very attractive. Very, very attractive. Uh just a damn shame that <laughs> she had fucking fucking. This fucking guy is 58 years old. How old the fuck was 50? Oh, 50 years old. Jesus. Oh, man. Can't, 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 can't we all see him already? Can we just picture this fucking scumbag? This is the guy, this is the pastor that steals from the parish. Yung tipong na can get thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people to believe in every single stroke of his finger, every word that are out of his mouth. He can get people to sit there and cry and believe and to fucking feel things. And, and then what? Behind their back, he's fucking their daughters, stealing money, buying an airplane. That's this fucking guy. This is the type that can pull shit off like that. Those guys that can make you feel something that no one else can feel. Those are those weird, crazy priest pastor fucking criminals. That's this guy. I'm fucking right. You know I'm fucking right. How often do we see it? Well, not very often because they're rare. These guys are brilliant. They're rare. But when they get caught, it's always scandalous. Like, huh? Sha? Si Pastor Ano? Putangano? You know, it becomes because that. Yeah, and you ever wonder when you look at those guys, these these and I'm sorry to keep using Pastor because that's the only one I can think of right now that can bring that kind of belief in them, that kind of you know, intervention, that kind of feeling of making you just you know, tingle inside because you feel so special. And then you always wonder when you're not involved in that stuff, you're like, how the fuck did that pastor buy an airplane? Or how does he have that mansion? And then his, his fucking congregation too, oh, no, no, they'll make all the excuses in the world for him because they are brainwashed. And, and you see Hazel here. No, no, he's a nice guy. He really loves me. That's just made out of love. No, what you don't see is that's the equivalent of the motherfucker stealing your money and buying a goddamn airplane. He is a bad human being. As bad as they come. And I don't care if he's married or not. Bad human, bad human, bad human. That's it. And if I were you, Hazel, I would tell his wife to save the next 
fucking girl who's going to be prey to this life killer. And I know you're not going to do it because you don't sound like you're the type who's going to do it. But if you don't tell his wife and gather all of that evidence and send it to her in a nice little beautiful package, if you don't do that, there's going to be another one of you that's going to waste her life and another one and another one and another one. Remember, these guys value their reputation. The narcissistic person, reputation is fucking everything. How they are perceived by everybody, their peers, the public, their family, everything to them. And if you poke a hole in that and let all that fucking shit spill out, you humble them. And it's the right thing to do. And I hope you do it, and I don't think you will. But maybe somebody else is listening to this show that is in a situation like she is. Believe you me. Expose it. Expose it. And bring one less evil person down. Please consider exposing it. Let's take a break. When we come back, we have more of the show. You're listening to Good Times with Mother Podcast. Season 6, we are at episode 35 from the Kumu Podcast Studios. This show brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Don't go away. Worldwide. It's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. I have a product that I want to tell you about. So in the past year, when I listen to music and podcasts, I usually use those wireless earbuds. You know, the ones you put in each ear, they're wireless now, the sound of those things aren't very good, but the bigger problem I have is that my ears start to hurt, usually after like 30 minutes. And I'm not sure if you go through this as well, but the inside of my ear feels like they have a sore in them. And I know that these headphones, they come with these tips to kind of find a custom size for you. But even if I've used all of them, I still get a lot of pain inside my ear after about half an hour. So I came across this product. It's called the Sharp ANSS1. What you do is you put it around your neck. And what it does is it creates this personal sound zone. It's really cool. And you can connect it via wireless Bluetooth to your smartphone or your TV. It only weighs 88 grams and it provides 14 hours of playing time. So if you want to listen to the TV late at night and you don't want to create a lot of noise, but you want big sound while you're watching, you just put this around your neck. It's super comfortable and it's very, very cool. You can also walk outside and listen to music and it's really comfortable. In addition, you can take a call or ask a question to your AI assistant wirelessly, all hands-free. So this is the Sharp ANSS1. Check it out. It's going to save your life. Trust me. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. Back on the podcast, you are listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six, episode number 35. From the Kumu Podcast Studios, this show brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Speaking of Kumu, I announced it last episode. I want to kind of remind everyone, you could win black pink tickets. And this concert's happening in Thailand. Two tickets to the concert, two tickets on an airplane to get to Thailand. 
Plus, Kumu is going to be hooking you up with some pocket money. So while you're in Thailand enjoying the Blackpink concert, you can also enjoy a little bit of shopping. Maybe go check out the culinary options because, as we know, Thai food is one of the best cuisines in all of the world. So go ahead to the Kumu app. Find out how you can win Blackpink tickets in Thailand with a trip for two to Thailand and some money involved as well. So that would be fucking amazing. It is the 20th of June here as we do the podcast. My son's birthday, Lucas, turns 10 years old today. Um, you know, it, it's it's it, he's been such a great big joy in uh, my life. Many of you know this as I, I talk about him so often. I, I know Amsterdam probably gets the most attention, her being the youngest and... You know, she's got a lot more feisty personality to her. She's half his age. She's five years old. So um, they've been great. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I don't talk about Moira as often because, you know, she's an adult. She's off in college. She's got a job and all of that. But those three have been just amazing, amazing uh, parts of my life that I, I know I, I bring this up so often on the show about how important it is to put your kids first before yourself and all of that. And, man, he's 10 years old today, and it's just so cool to see him grow into the person he is and he will continue to be. So happy birthday, Lucas. I hope you never hear this greeting because if you hear this greeting, that means you're listening to the podcast. And if you're listening to the podcast, well, you hear me talk about fucking banging and all of that shit so often. I mean, what am I going to do, right? What am I going to do with all of this material when my kids grow up? And start have access to some of the archived shows, whether it be on YouTube, on whatever Spotify is going to be down the line, whatever, you know, Anchor is going to be down the line, iTunes, well, iTunes is going away already, right? But, you know, just the, the accessibility to this podcast is going to be so easy when they're 18, 19, 20, 16, maybe 15 even, and they're listening to me talk to you guys about all of these crazy relationship stuff. Fuck, I hope they don't get influenced by you guys. It's not that they get influenced by me. But I've talked about some pretty crazy, stupid sexual things that I've done also on this show that I probably would not like them to know about. Um, yeah. I mean, I probably don't want my son, my daughters, to hear that all I wanted for Father's Day was a blowjob in the morning. Like, when I wake up. Not even when I wake up, when I'm asleep. I would love to have an in-sleep blowjob. And if you're listening to this 16-year-old Amsterdam, please cover your ears. <laughs> I think it's, it's kind of weird. Uh, but yeah, so, yeah. please remember, everything is documented as you get older. Not just for me, but for you guys. Every time you put something out there, the chances of your little children coming across it one day when they're teenagers or adults are pretty fucking high. And I'm kind of terrified about them catching these episodes. Uh, let's go to our next call here tonight. We will go to Jake. Jake is 29. He is in Manila. This is a very interesting uh, scenario. And I'm going to really enjoy this conversation. So, Jake, welcome to the program, brother. You're 29, also in Manila. What's up? Next call. Hey, Mo. Um, so here's the thing. I've been in the band for the past four years and I just can't stop jacking off before we have to start playing the gig that night. It's always like right before the set and I just got to, you know, I got to go to the bathroom, take, you know, just do whatever I got to do. 
And I've actually tried a couple of times to not do it. Yeah. But it just never really helps me. You know, like I, I don't end up playing the right way. Sure. Are okay. You... So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, go continue. Continue. Sorry. I'll, I'll ask a couple so, of questions. Yeah. So, you know, pretty much like what's happened is, you know, it's either I, I, I jack off inside the car. I, I've done it like outside on one of those piss posts that the MMDA have. Yeah. <laughs> You jacked off in so, the MMDA. That's fucking disgusting. But anyway, yeah. No, it's, hey, you got to do it, man. You got to do it. What are you going to do? Man? Yeah, man. Like, so, you know, there's there's some form of, like, adventure to it or something. I don't know. Man. Sure, like, sure. There was... The worst part is... There was even this... This this gay guy that caught me jacking off inside a bathroom in one of the Makati bars before our gig. He caught you jacking and, off. Yeah, and he was like, um, do you want me to help you out? And and here's the thing. I'm straight. Okay, I'm, I know I'm straight. I know I'm 100% straight, but sure. I, I actually said yes to it so you for let, some odd reason. <laughs> Again, maybe for the thrill, maybe because it's a free hand job. I mean, in the end, you're just there to come. <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah. you're you're gonna do it anyway. Might as well have somebody else's hand uh, do it for you. I, I'm not I'm not gonna question your sexuality or se- your sexual orientation. Um, yeah. If you want, if some guy walks in and says, you know, can I jack you off? Uh, I probably would ever do it. No, I'm pretty certain I would ever do it. But at the same time, <laughs> shit, like I don't have what you think you might have. So w- what's the question here then? I mean, you've established what? that you need to jack yeah. off. Uh-huh. Immediately before you get on stage, what, yeah. what do you? Where's your Where's your mind at here on this call? Like what? I just keep wondering what like is if any people could offer me any advice on what I could do because I've actually my bandmates know about this, and yeah. even they think they th- even they think it's sick. Like our drummer actually wanted me fired because. It's something that could actually bring the whole band down. And what do you, what do you think yeah. it is? I, I think I know I, what it is, but I, I mean, again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a fucking psychologist. I'm not any of these things. I think I know what it is. I mean, I, I have my, I have my take on it, but I want to hear what you um, think it is. Well, I, I don't know. I, I think it's just me just needing to release tension. Me to just you know, be relaxed when I get on stage. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've tried, like, just having a couple of drinks to sh- just to chill before playing. Um, I've tried smoking smoking up before playing. It just isn't the same. So do you get nervous? Did you ever get nervous in school when you had to go up on front of the class and do the public speaking thing? Actually, no. Were you kind of an introvert it's- in that sense? No, I'm. That's the thing. I'm. I'm already used to playing these live shows. You it's just that I feel. Yeah, it's just. It's just that I feel like I got to do it every time before I get on stage. Can you take me back to the first time you did it? Like, what was the feeling there? What was it? I mean, how old were you? What was the moment? Do you even recall when you first decided you had to jack off before you get on stage? Because, I mean, if you were in school, able to go up and 
defend a thesis or do some group work or whatever the fuck, you know, go public speaking in any kind of capacity. If you were able to do that, can you remember the first time you thought it was a good idea to jack off and before you actually got on stage to perform? Well, the first time it happened, this was in QC in the, the Musmaritho area. And what what, what kind of drove you to do it? What go shit? I think I need to jack off right now. Like, am I, I think I'm horny or I'm nervous or? Yeah, it was more nervous actually. It was more nervous, and it, I just went inside the bathroom. I took a piss, and I was just like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna off. jack off. And then when yeah. you when you got on stage that day, were you nervous? Did your nerves go no, away? I, yeah, I actually felt better and I played better. Right. So. Do we my, then, my, my issue, sorry, go my ahead. issue here is, yeah, my issue is like, I'm actually playing like a really big gig this Saturday. Okay. And it's the first, where? It's the first, where, where are you playing? Uh, somewhere in Makati. Yeah. What is it? What, what's the big gig called? Like, you know, I don't even know what fucking band you're in. So like, it, oh man. Okay. Um, we're playing Fet de la Musique. The what? Fet de la Musique. Okay. Yeah. And I've heard of that. So that's and then is is this going to be the biggest gig of your life so far? This is the biggest Pretty gig. Pretty much, of your, okay. yeah. So the, I'm good with jacking. I'm I'm good with you jacking off before this gig, man. <laughs> oh man, no, that's the thing. I like I want to try to avoid it for fear of getting caught because there's going to be like a ton of people. You're not going to jack off in front country. of them. You jack off in the car. Oh, I don't know. Man. How like many maybe, gigs? Maybe. How many gigs do you play a month? In a month, between four to seven. So at least just about every weekend, you guys are playing a gig. Yeah, sometimes weekdays too. Have you ever jacked off at home and then gone to the gig and then not need to jack off because you've already jacked off at home? You know what? I have, but then I still feel the need to jack off when okay. I get to the the gig area. So, yeah. so, so I, I'm assuming you know what I think it is, and maybe a lot of people feel the same way, is that it's anxiety, and jacking off is a really great stress reliever. Ejaculating is a really great stress reliever, right? Now, yeah. it's unfortunate that that's your stress reliever of choice because it involves nudity, and it's kind of disgusting if you have to get on stage and maybe even washed your hands, you got cum on your fingers and all that. Yeah, it's probably fucking gross. It's a nuisance to your bandmates, yes, because they have to wait for you to fucking squeeze one off before you get there. But, like, it's a reaction. It, it's, it's, it's a prerequisite that dates back to that first time you were going to get on stage where you were nervous as shit. You took a piss. You felt like you needed to jack off in that moment. You got on stage and... When most people are going to fuck up on their first time on stage or feel terrified. I know I was terrified the first time I was on stage for TV or for dancing or singing and shit that I did when I was in showbiz. If that, if that was the scaredest you've ever been, it probably was, and you jacked off and it made it better, then yeah, you've sold to your mind that this is, this is, what, this is what needs to be done for you to be at your best. Um, yeah, but... Okay. And, and and I mean, so it's anxiety, right? How do you fix anxiety? Well, if it's really bad, you can go see a therapist. If it's uh, you, you, you've tried, you've tried. I've other, tried it. Oh, you tried the therapist. What I've, did they say? I've tried a therapist, and they said I might have a sex addiction, which 
I don't think. Yeah, that's that's kind of weird because yeah. So yeah, I'm like, I'm wait, I just I just wasted money on his therapist. So. Yeah, no, I'm not. No. I'm not with him on that. But again, I'm not a professional. They've studied this shit. I just I don't buy that. I think, I think it's just you're nervous. And even if you do four yeah. to seven per week for the past four years, it doesn't change that you're fucking nervous. Um, yeah. And and it's funny because our dick is so related to how we feel so many times. Like again, I've said it on the show through the years. There were times where I'm have, about to have sex with a girl who is so fucking incredibly gorgeous, and I know I'm not a good-looking guy, that my dick won't work because I'm nervous. It's like it doesn't feel like it's, it's, I'm terrified. It's, I don't feel like I belong in the moment. And yeah. I think maybe that's the best advice I can give you, that when you get on stage, if you can really break down the science of all of this, jacking off is a stress reliever. Okay, and stress, if you've been on stage enough and you know that your ability is solely based on your practice, your God-given talent, your knowledge of the music, your experience of being on stage, I think if you can come to terms that you being up there is meant to be and it has nothing related to your dick, it has nothing to re- related to any other aspect of your body and that you can be comfortable on stage and confident that you belong, your dick's going to not need to be jacked off before you go on. So my, my point is, if I take back to these girls that <clears throat> may be nervous and I, my dick wouldn't work, and again, I've told this story many times. I have not told it this season, so if you're new to the podcast, you'll hear it for the first time. There were several occasions where I was about to have sex with beautiful girls beautiful and my dick was not that it didn't even work it was the smallest like it almost went inside my body damn <laughs> right <okay. laughs> and i and i was terrified because not only did i look super small dick i looked super small dick in front of to me at the point at that point was the hottest girl i've ever seen naked in my life and okay. <clears throat> and it, this wasn't a girlfriend this was kind of just like a casual thing And it didn't work. She put her mouth around my dick. It didn't work. She looked like she was holding it with the tips of her fingers just so she can navigate it into her mouth. And it still didn't work. And I was humiliated. Humiliated, right? And then then funny enough, and of course me, initially, I'm thinking, God damn it, I have a a fucking uh, sexual uh, organ dysfunction. Like, uh, what what, what do they call it? Uh, Yeah, basically, organ dysfunction or the penile dysfunction, whatever. And then, uh-huh. you know, so, some weeks go by and I'm about to have sex now with someone who I don't find to be particularly attractive. And my dick is hard as fuck and as big as it's ever been. So, oh, and, then, and then the second girl miraculously, not the second girl, the first girl came back for a second time miraculously. I'm like, why would she want to fuck me again? And you know what? It didn't work again. So I knew it was her. I'm so intimidated by this girl. Until... We kept trying. Not that day. We just, you know, we would go out. We would have a good time. We would end up making out. And then we make it, we try again. At some point, I did sell to myself, because it's the truth, that she wants to be here because of me. And that I'm not lucky, and I'm not blessed, and I'm not singled out by the sex gods of the world that I'm put here for any other reason outside of she wants to be here with me. 
because of who yeah. I am. And the moment mm-hmm. that started happening, this could be like the third or fourth time we tried. I never lost an erection again with that girl. It was... Because I came to terms that I belonged. I was so insecure about my looks, about my height, about, you know, dick size, that I didn't have abs, that a guy who's... I always thought a guy who's supposed to be naked with this girl has to look like a model. And he has to have abs. And he's got to have a fucking 10-inch dick. And he's got to be soy and all of that. And I was none of those things. Until I said, you know what? She's here for me. And then then the dick never had a problem again. Because I came to terms with it. So what I want you to try... What's your fucking name again? Jake. What I want you to try, Jake, is to really just come to terms with that you belong on that stage. You are a talented musician. You have been booked as a band in this really big festival, in this really big night of music because of the Uh merits of your musicality, because of your skill set, your experience, and all of those things that have nothing to do with your dick. When I was about to bang that girl, it had nothing to do with my dick. It had everything to do with who I was. The dick part was just... It was just connected to my brains and my feelings. And when I was able to disconnect it, I could now start having sex because sex was fun. Yeah. So try it. I can't say it's going to work for you the way it worked for me, but I, at least, I just wanted to share with you that yeah. that's what I went through, not in the same exact scenario that you're in, but the same, uh, the same feeling, the feeling of needing, of needing to belong, the, feel, uh, the feeling of wanting to know I belonged in that moment and it wasn't an accident and I'm not lucky. I'm not lucky to be here with this girl. I've almost earned it. I've earned it because of my personality, my sense of humor. I earned the right to be naked here with this girl. And when I came to terms with that, the dick did too. I got to be a little bit more extra honest here. Like before I, before this call actually happened, I had to jack off too. Because you're nervous. Because I'm nervous as hell, man. Like, right. And, and masturbation is a stress reliever, as I said. That's why I don't have that big of a problem with you doing this. But if it's, if it's going to cost you your bandmates and all of that, I want to encourage you, Jake, to, to know that a lot of people want to be in bands. A lot of people want to play in festivals like you're going to play in or nights or whatever the fuck you guys are playing in. A lot of people yeah. want to be where you are. I think you should start telling yourself not that you're lucky to be here, not that, that this job fell onto your lap, but that you went out there and earned it because you're fucking badass. Yeah, I hope so. You know? And I think if you can get to that place mentally, you'll see that you don't need to jack off because you belong. I'm, I am where I'm supposed to be. Uh, you watch Game of Thrones? Of course I do, man. You know when Bran, every time like fucking Bran says that line, when John, uh, we saw Jamie Lannister um, talk to him, yeah, remember, by the tree, you. right? And, you know, oh, yeah, and, yeah. And, and Bran doesn't say that. Bran doesn't go, you fucking asshole, you fucking crippled me. He just says, you are where, you are meant to, or, I don't know what the line is, sorry, nerds. But it, to the effect of, you did what you were supposed to do. You are where you're supposed to be. And 
if you can kind of, yeah, if you can kind of adopt a little bit of that philosophy that Jake uh-huh. is on stage because this is where he's meant to be. This is the road you were supposed to take. And the nervousness tends to go away when you feel at home on stage or at home in front of a crowd. You're, you're, okay. You jacked off before you talked to, to me because you don't know me. This is, I've never fucking met you. I've never spoken to you in my life. You and I exchanged <laughs> two text messages. That's it. That's the yeah. history you and I have. So you're nervous. And maybe you're a little bit more nervous yeah. because I'm famous or whatever. There's a ton of folks that are going to hear about my problem. And some right. folks actually even know the sound of my voice. So right. I'm but isn't that, but that's good. That's good that you were able to face it. Now. Yeah. I really needed to, especially before this Saturday. Yeah. So listen, you don't have to stop jacking off this Saturday. You don't have to. I don't think okay. you, should, I, 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 you have all the permission in the world to fucking jack off. This is a big show. But I want you yeah. to start cutting back as you play more gigs in the near future mm-hmm. just to remind yourself that everybody on stage, everybody sees you on stage playing and they like your shit. None uh-huh. of them know you jacked off. None of them. You know what? I love that idea. That none of them actually really know I jacked off. Yeah. But I, I just feel like I want to get rid of it. Yeah, but, like but if, slowly. If, if nobody, yeah, and, and that's fine. Slowly is the way to go in this one. Like, that's what I did with that girl. I didn't just all of a sudden go, okay, I need to, my dick needs to be hard the next time. It was a process. I had to, I had to realize that this wasn't about my dick. It wasn't about, it was just about me being comfortable of where I am, who I am, and where I'm meant to be, you know, brand, brand Stark style. So when I say the people on stage, don't know you jacked off, that means they're only there for your ability. That's it, man. Those people are not there for anything else but what you are talented enough to do. And you jacking off doesn't remove your talent. You not jacking off doesn't remove your talent. You jacking off doesn't add to your talent. Your talent stands on its own. And they are there for that and that alone. They're not there for you to put the mic, get a mic, and start preaching about some shit. They're just there for your music, brother. And your music does not get better because you jack off. It doesn't. Your music is your music because it's based on so much other factors like experience, practice, musicality, natural talent, and all of those other things that have nothing to you with it, that have nothing to do with you ejaculating. I just hope Saturday turns out well. Dude, jack off on yeah, Saturday. I... Oh, you're good. Like, don't worry about it. Totally, totally jack <laughs> off on Saturday before the before the gig. Just don't get caught. Don't do it in the bathroom. Don't do it at the... Like, pick your places, man. And then slowly, yeah, yeah. you know, slowly detach it from your repertoire. I appreciate this, Mo. I appreciate this a ton. Yeah. What's the name of your band, man? I don't want to talk about it just because. <laughs> are you a singer? Are you a singer? Or you just play bass or what? You get guitar? Like, uh, what, do you, what do you play? Uh, I play bass. Nice. Okay, good. Right. And, and, and dude, come on, let's be realistic. No, nobody's looking at the basses. Don't feel so, don't feel like the spotlight's on you. Everybody's hey, man, looking, you know what? Everybody's looking at the fucking that, lead singer. Stop, stop being so fucking un- nervous. 
<laughs> that is so untrue. No, dude. no, no. It is true. You know what's true? Because I'm on the I'm on the audience side. You're on the band side. And as the audience, and I have more credibility as an audience member than you have as a fucking band member, I don't look at your ass. I'm looking at the lead singer. And I go to a ton of concerts, man. I watch a lot of bands. And I've been to a lot of... How old are you? What, how old are you again? What are you, fucking 29? Yeah, you, you, you're fucking young. You're young folk. I've been way... I've, I've been to way more concerts than your ass. And I'll tell you right now, I'm not looking at no fucking bassist. Okay? So, All right, yeah. remember that when you're up there, that nobody's looking at you. They're looking at the lead singer. Maybe they look at the drummer. But you're the last person on that fucking totem pole. Yeah, you are. It, it's, it's the lead singer. It's the lead guitar player. It's the drummer, and then your ass. <laughs> I beg to disagree because well, I get more disagree. ass than our drummer. Well, you, but it's probably because you're better looking. But I'm talking about when you're when you're on stage, where our focus uh-huh. is, it's not on the basis, and that might help you. You're like, fuck, they're not looking at me anyway. I don't give a fuck. Why am I nervous? They're just they're staring at the lead singer. Yeah, I guess. I'm telling you. Yeah, that. I guess. I'm yeah. telling you that as a patron, my friend. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, bro. all right. Good luck, and let me know, man. Right. Let me know how it works out. Again, we don't ever have to come back on the show for an update. Well, we can. We we don't. We can. We don't have to. I would like to know though if this is a mental game, man. This is a mental battle, and I want to yeah. know if you were able to conquer it. Just whatever, and if not, who cares? It's just you're just jacking off. Fucking a. I I jacked off right in front of the before the show. Like I, <laughs> my my first call. My first call was like at seven p.m. U.S. It was 6.58, and I'm like, I got two minutes. I could fucking squeeze one out. And I went into the bathroom. I fucking jacked up real quick and came back out here. Started talking to you guys. And that's not because I was nervous. It was just because I had two minutes. I was like, I got two minutes. What am I going to do? But I got two minutes before my first call. I don't get nervous talking to you guys. I've been doing this forever, right? But I was like, I got to, ah, let me just go in the bathroom and squeeze one out. What Dang, that's pretty quick. Minutes. Yeah, I know. Two minutes. Well, I, that's why that's I, 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 I went with some good material. <laughs> I, went, I went with my two minute material you know I'm like oh, okay. I, yeah yeah there's the long stroking material and then there's the fucking you know I gotta squeeze it out and head out material so anyway you gotta rub it out before yeah. you get out there yes huh? totally alright thanks brother good luck man good luck on that uh, right. concert thing on Saturday alright cool thanks a lot Mo right. hope it works appreciate it no worries bye bye right. sir bye bye yep life of the rogue dick well, what are you going to do? we got to take a break. When we come back, we got more of the show. You're listening to Good Times and More of the Podcast. Season 6 brought to you by Sharp Philippines from the Kumu Podcast Studios. Don't go away. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, Season 6. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. Hey, good timers. Let's talk about Sharp Philippines for a second. Now, even before they came around on this podcast, I've been a Sharp customer. Why? Well, because I'm looking for that sweet spot of high performance and value. You do the research. Go on your favorite tech review site. I like CNET in particular. And what I find are positive reviews for what I'm looking for. So it's 2019. Let me tell you what that is. I'm looking for something that I, my wife, my kids, Lucas, Amsterdam can enjoy. The Android games on the TV are big for them. They are more into gaming than they are into, say, sports or TV series. So the Android TV offers them a new way to play. Now, I'm big on resolution. Whether it be to watch sports or my favorite TV series, I want it as clear as possible, and this is Sharp's calling card. 
ultra high definition, baby. It's just so fulfilling knowing that my important TV time is also giving me the best picture quality around. And it doesn't stop there with viewing TV. Compatibility is another thing that's really important with me. I like to control my TV with apps that I already have on my iPhone and the iPad. The built-in Chromecast lets me cast movies from my laptop as well. So that compatibility with gadgets, super plus. Now sure, size matters, as we say on the podcast, but that's why I like Sharp 60-inch 4K ultra high-definition TV. But all of those features I'm talking about comes in sizes like 45 inches and 50 inches if that fits your house or your room better. So be original with Sharp and truly enhance your alone time, your family time with the very best that technology offers at a price point that's really good for you. This is my Sharp testimonial. I spend a lot of time at home. You guys know this. I'm not the one who goes out partying or does the outdoor stuff too much. I want to make sure my investments into my home time are really the best ones, and Sharp checks those boxes for me. I'm sure it'll do for you. Now let's get back to the podcast. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. Back on the podcast. You are listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six, episode number 35. This is a show is brought to you by Sharp Philippines from the Kumu Podcast Studios. Hope you guys are enjoying tonight's episode. I am. I, I think these two... You know, early calls were really, really cool. Um, let's keep it going. Oh, well, I'm also watching the NBA draft, by the way. Zion Williamson, no surprise there. Number one pick overall. Uh, that was an easy call uh, by by David Griffin and the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Some trades have gone down. John Morant came in at two. That No surprise as well, especially since Mike Conley got traded the other day. R.J. Barrett. Finally, it sounds like the New York Knicks are happy with the selection that they had. I mean, there was a lot of roar in the crowd, usually a lot of boos. The Knicks have not drafted very well outside of Chris Stapp's Porzingis. And even when, as you guys know, Chris Stapp's got selected, there are a lot of boos there. So it's kind of nice to see the Knicks fans uh, excited and happy about getting a selection that they think is worthy of their pick. That's pretty good. Um, as I speak, we're, it is round one. And pick number 22, Bol Bol, Minute Bol's son, is still there. I would love to see him get picked up. Uh, big Minute fan when I was younger. And, you know, unfortunately he passed away. But seeing his son there, get, look, you know, waiting for his name to be called, uh, they're already on the latter part of round number one. I think at this point he's definitely got to go soon. I mean, that kind of size, that skill set. I know, you know, he suffered through some kind of injury here towards uh, the past year, but still, I mean, it'd be nice to have Minute Bull's son drafted. So by the time this episode uploads, by the time this end of the show, maybe at the end of this phone call, his name may have been called already. But as we are right now, yeah, Bull Bull still out there. Uh, let's go to our next call and talk to Joe. Joe is 27. He is also in Manila, three Manila calls in a row. Joe, you are on the program, 27 years old. What's up, man? Next call. Hey, man, what's up? I'm good. Good, I'm good morning here in the Philippines. Yes, good morning, Philippines. Good evening here in the U.S. And your question is good related evening. to being in the U.S., right? Yeah, yeah. I would like to have an idea, exactly. Okay. <laughs> How's ahead. life being there in the U.S.? Uh, I, um, it depends. How's your life there in Manila? <laughs> I mean, it's... The, 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 the reason why... Oh gosh, I'm already getting into this whole fucking monologue yet. 
you know, I don't even have a question from okay. you, but if you, I'm assuming your question has something to do with you moving here. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a good, so it's, it's that thing. Yeah. That's what so, I really wanted to know. Okay. So moving to the U S is an upgrade, but there's also some, you know, there's some kind of challenges that come along the way. Uh, and, and that's why when you ask me, what is it like move, living here in the U.S. because you're planning to move here, my question is, what is your life like in Manila? Uh, do, are you wealthy? Marami ka bang yaya? May driver? May katulong? May chef? I mean, like, what, what's the deal? Because when you have that and you're exposed to that and then you come here, it's a mm-hmm. different fucking life here. You clean your own shit. You do your own shit. You buy your own shit. You fix your own shit. If something breaks in your house, you fucking have to fix it. That means going on YouTube or whatever, you'll find out you put scotch tape on it or you whatever. You, th- that's what the life in the U.S. is like. But outside of that, it's kind of amazing. <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I like it. Oh. Uh, when are you moving here? Yeah, after that, I'm, um, I'm going to move there anytime within there. I'm just, we're just processing the papers, probably waiting for the visa. Okay. And, and that's are, it. are you sure to get the visa? Are you feel good about it? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's no, mm, there's no hindrance right now. Um, they're processing it smoothly. Um, just waiting for the. Actually, there are three, three states that pass. Uh, that possibly oh, so are, you're you know, you're you're people. in the medical field because that sounds like yeah. you. That sounds like you have to go to three shitty states and stay there for three years before you can get out. Yeah. Let me guess. Let me it. guess. Let me guess. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't don't tell me. Don't tell me. New Mexico. Sure, sure. Nah, no. Texas. Texas is one. Yeah. Ohio? Or, or wait, wait, not Ohio. Uh, yeah, or, or Ohio, Pennsylvania. One of those two. No, no, none of those two. Fuck. It's always, te- I always, based on the callers here, it's Texas, New Mexico, yeah. and like some fucking, you know, like, like a Pennsylvania yeah. or something. Okay, so tell me, what are the states? Yeah, the second state would probably in North Dakota. Oh, don't go there. Okay, and then yeah. what's the third one? <laughs> The third one is Indiana. Yeah, don't go there either. Texas is the answer. And where so where in Texas? Actually, they're thinking if it would be in Austin. Okay, and? Um, other than that, I'm still waiting. Okay, Probably so oh, yeah, Austin, no, oh, absolutely. Austin, oh, hell to the yes. Uh, Austin's got to be the choice. Um, and then how long do you have to be there? Um, Probably my contract says... 5,000 or so probably that would take me around two to three years. Yeah, that's about right. And then you get out of there. And and maybe you fall in love with Texas because it's really a great place. It's a great state to live in. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, no, you, you're going to like it. And I'm assuming you're a nurse, yes? Yeah. yeah I'm not sure yeah, if you I'm established that. You're nice. Okay, yeah. So you're going to do fine. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You're going to do great. How about there in Nevada? Yeah, you're living in Nevada, right? Yeah, so Nevada, according to a lot of the nurses I know here, and I have plenty of nurse friends, that this is really the mm-hmm. best the best state for nurses, meaning the salary, yeah. the cost of living, the community, the Filipino community here is incredibly strong. I'm okay with Las Vegas. It's fine. It's I, I've grown to really kind of like it, maybe even, dare say, love it. Um, but... Mm-hmm. As a single guy with a good job like a nurse, I my my sights mm-hmm. are set on New York, so I can go back home to New York. Um, 
where else would I? I mean, I, Texas would be Texas would be an option for me also if I were a nurse. I, I think you'll, you'd like Vegas. There's a lot of nurses here, a lot of Filipinos here. I think there's more concentration of Filipinos here than in any other city in the U.S. in terms of the percent of Filipinos and how they make up the general population. So there's probably more mm, Filipinos okay. in San Francisco, in New York, in you know places like that. But the percentage of Filipinos in ratio to the total population, I think the highest percentage is here in Las Vegas, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, don't take that to the bank, oh. and it's really not that important of a stat. <laughs> it's more just to show yeah, yeah. you, there's a Filipino dito, and it, for that, it's awesome. So, yeah, I just, yeah. Yeah, no, at 27 years old, you're about to start a nursing career in the U.S. This is as good as life gets, man. You are on the up and up. You're going to, you're going to have a good time. You're going to have a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not going to be rich, but you're going to have enough money to buy whatever you want within reason. You're going to be able to live comfortably. Yeah, yeah. And no, I'm super happy for you, man. Yeah, man, I'm single, so I'm really curious also, are there a lot of girls here? <laughs> Fuck yeah, there's a lot of girls here, and there are different nationalities and all of that. It's, 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 it's awesome. Now, the U.S. wouldn't be my number one choice, as many of you guys know that. I would prefer other countries yeah, than Canada, of yeah, course. Canada, of course. You love uh, Canada. England, <laughs> I, would, I would pick England over this place easily. I would pick uh, the Netherlands over this. I would pick... Um, I would France. Maybe I would pick France. I would definitely pick England, Scotland, those mm. places over the U.S. Easy. I would not pick Australia over the U.S., though Australia is awesome as well. Canada, only if it's Toronto or Vancouver. If it's not either of those two cities, if it's Winnipeg, no offense, Winnipeg. I know many of you guys listen to Winnipeg. <laughs> if it's not, oh, Montreal. Those maybe are the three... Montreal. If not those three cities, I'm out of Canada. So don't think that I'm this Canadian-loving motherfucker. It's those cities are amazing <laughs> cities. And I would maybe throw in Halifax as a possible fourth, but highly unlikely. It's probably going to be those three cities. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I, I there are other countries that are better. There are other cities that are better. But I like living mm -hmm. in Las Vegas. I'm pretty happy with it. And I think you're going to love Texas. So anything else? Um, basically that's it but the other question I want to ask is I met this girl <laughs> yeah. can I ask it right now? yeah of course go ahead yeah I met this yeah I met this girl a few months ago um, I'm really into her but that's the I, I know you don't believe in those long distance relationship shit right? well yeah I mean I don't not that I don't believe in it I don't encourage it Obviously, there are long distance relationships out there that survive, and I, I applaud them and good for them. I just I don't encourage you to do it. So yeah, so probably the best thing to do is um, not to get serious with this girl, right? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> what does she do? Is she a nurse as well? Um, it's in a different field, but also medical field. Yeah. Okay. L listen, there's no there's no harm in trying. Yeah. There's no harm in building something that can grow into something amazing that can survive the challenges, the great challenges of the LDR. It, you never know. Okay. I don't want to encourage you to be in, in an LDR, but I don't want to discourage you in spending time with someone who makes you feel amazing. If they make you feel amazing, okay. my friend, hang out with her as much as possible. If you guys blossom into an amazing relationship, then so be it. Good for you guys. 
I don't think you will survive it, but there's nothing wrong with experiencing it. Okay. All right. Um, It's a good suggestion, yeah. Yeah, so go for it. We'll see, we'll see. Yeah, go to fucking go for it, dude. Go yeah. for it. Go for it. We'll see. All right. Yeah, this girl is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> she is great, and and I and I, I I'm glad you feel that way about her, and I hope if you yeah. guys get into a relationship and you become something that you know you guys can beat the LDR. I hope you do. If it works out that way, <laughs> maybe you guys get yeah, married. Sure, sure. Maybe you guys get married in a, in a couple of years. Who knows? I know I'm really fucking super advanced <laughs> if you do maybe you could even that's like too advanced, yeah right? yeah so i know advanced. but you, you said she's amazing let's just say right halimbawa lang no yeah she's amazing yeah, yeah then fuck, amazing. you could probably petition her like you, you know there's there are ways it's not it's not a death sentence i just i wouldn't encourage it <laughs> okay yeah all right yeah that's it that's it all actually right. that's basically it and if she's so amazing why are you asking me about the girls here asshole <laughs> right? No, of course. There uh, will be a lot of girls there. Yeah, yeah? That's what I'm saying. There's temptations here. But yeah, you know what? Fuck it, man. Just <laughs> just take it day by day. Enjoy it as much as you can. Mm. Bring in everybody you can bring into your life, into your heart, whatever you want. It's so cheesy, but don't worry about it. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> All right. All yeah, right, yeah. All right okay. brother. Thanks, man. Yes, man. Thank you for this. Thank you for your highly encouraging words. Okay. You're going to do fine, Joe. I'm excited for you. You're going to do great. You're young. You're going to be yeah, a nurse. You're going to be... Neg- Please pick Texas. Do not pick North Dakota. Please don't fucking pick North Dakota. You'll be miserable there. Why um, not in there? Why, why not in there? Because there's nothing there. There's no building that's fucking higher than 10 stories. There's... Fuck, it's empty. It's cold. That You will experience a winter that even I'm scared of. <laughs> and I love winter. <laughs> Uh, it will break oh. your bones. Your dick will fall off. It is so cold that it just, I can't, I can't begin to explain what it's like over there. My oh. wife has been there. She's been there several times. Uh, and I don't want to say she hates it, but you're going to regret picking the Dakotas over Texas. You will. Okay. And okay, yeah. Indiana. First choice would be Texas. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would, in fact, I have, North Dakota is last of the three. By a long mm. shot, like it's 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 Texas, very much ahead of Indiana, and Indiana a world ahead of the Dakotas. Unless you like what? nature and horses and shit like that, and frigid <laughs> negative fifty degrees, and 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 just you can't go outside or your blood freezes and all of that. If you like that shit, then God bless you. <laughs> go to the Dakota. But, no, okay, no, probably Texas yeah. is for me. Yeah, you're gonna get enough winter in I, Texas. You'll get enough cold. You'll be able to wear your jacket. When you go to the Dakotas, it's a different jacket. You have to wear a buffalo on your fucking body to walk outside. It's, it's, it does not fuck around. Sorry, Dakotas. Uh, okay. You know I'm right though. It's really cold over there. <laughs> fucking tropical boy like this oh. gets over there, he'll be frozen death. Oh yeah, and that's what I'm doing also. Yeah. The season, yeah, it's very cold there. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate okay. it. That's good. Thank you. Thank right. you. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I mean, I want to go, and my wife is gone, and everybody, I have friends who live in South Dakota, and, you know, they hate it. <laughs> they hate it. But they're there, and they, they really work there and stuff, and they're not miserable. They just, they would rather not live there because, you know, cold, lonely, miserable. There's no life. Like, no social life. I'm not even a social life guy, but I don't think I could handle that. But if you like nature and you like 
Fields. Flat fields. And the occasional national park. It's very pretty. Yeah, why not? Sure, try it out. I like the cold. But that's... That's your hand falls off. We'll take a break. When we come back, we got more of the show. You listen to Good Times from the Podcast, Season 6, brought to you by Sharp Philippines from the Kumu Podcast Studios. Don't go away. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the Podcast, Season 6. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. Sharp Philippines is our major sponsor here on Good Times with Mo, the podcast season six. And every single month, they're going to be giving away some prizes for our listeners. In month number one, Timmy won a Sharp TV. If you remember, Timmy was our first caller of the season. This month, for the month of May, Sharp is giving away audio equipment to our best caller of the month. So if you want to win this, all you have to do is call our show. I'll put a poll up at the end of the month so you guys can vote for your favorite caller for the month of May. And Sharp Philippines to the rescue. They will hook you up with a nice Sharp audio gadget. So Sharp, thanks so much for the sponsorship here. Thanks also for the generosity that you're giving to our callers and listeners. Sharp, be original. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. And you are listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six, episode number 35, brought to you by Sharp Philippines from the Kumu Podcast Studios. We are down to our last call for tonight. Again, I have another episode coming up tomorrow. If not tomorrow, definitely the next day. Let's see if I can kind of space these out by a couple of days. Because if I give you three straight, then you're not going to have a new episode for at least another week, maybe seven to eight days. And I know many of you guys kind of tend to talk shit a little bit to me. They start messaging me like, what the fuck? Where's the new episode? So I was thinking if I took a day off yesterday upload today maybe i'll take one off tomorrow and then upload on saturday just so the waiting time isn't too long for the next batch of episodes here on gtwm uh the reddit page please go there the reddit community for gtwm i have been plugging this hard because i want you guys to interact with each other there um Right now, gosh, where were we? I think we're like at 200 and maybe 70 uh, of you listeners are still... All right, 270 of you listeners are there. So there's still quite a bit of you, thousands of you that have not joined. If you are a Reddit type of person, if you're not a Reddit type of person, then yeah, no need. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. But if you're into interaction with fellow listeners, I was looking at the people in Dubai, because there's so many people who listen to the show in Dubai, they're looking to, to set up kind of a bit of a get-together. So that's cool. Like, I, I fucking, I love that. I'm reading that shit, and I absolutely love it. So uh, thanks for that. Um, I also have been contacted recently by several people who are not Filipinos who listen to the show in different parts of the world. Um, that is also really, really cool. I know that maybe more this season than in past seasons, we're speaking more Filipino than than ever. Um, I I should really kind of maybe get a little bit more English involved. I know we're already like 90, 10, maybe, or maybe not 90, 10, maybe we're like 70, 30 English to Tagalog, but 
I've been getting so much feedback from listeners who don't speak Filipino, who have come across the podcast and they're abroad. And I thought, shit, maybe we'll do a little bit more English since marunong makhimag English, you know, pretty fluently. All of you who are listening to the show. So, wherever you are around the world, thank you so much for checking the show out. Please spread it uh, around to your friends, and more importantly, get on the Reddit community. It's Reddit.com/r/ GTWM podcast and meet up with you guys. Like I'm, I'm excited for you. I want you to get together and talk about the show. Or maybe you don't even have to talk about the show. Just fucking get together. It'd be so cool to know that the listeners of this program can bring, you know, friends, acquaintances. They can blossom relationships and all of that shit based on this program. Very very cool. All right, last call of the night. We are going to go to. Let's go to the U.S. And talk to Mary. Mary is 26. She is in Las Vegas. And she's on the show right now. Here we go. Next call. Hi. Hi, Mo. Um, I just wanted to ask if it's a good thing to, like, join the U.S. Air Force. Join the U.S. Air Force. Wow, that's a really interesting question. I don't think we've ever had that here. Um, <laughs> well, it, it, it just... It depends. It depends on what you're trying to get out of service in the military. I mean, if it's a calling, right? You've always wanted to be in the military. There are people who are like that. And it's just in their blood, you know, like somebody has a calling to be a priest. Because it's not something that... I think it's pretty rare that people just want to be in the military. Uh, I think there are other reasons that go on with it, like maybe the benefits after you get out of the the military, right? The benefits are great. The um, the experience, the college education that they pay for. Um, I mean, fuck, the list goes on and on why people would like to be in the military. And if you were going to choose one, I would always lean towards the Air Force because I love aviation, but also because it's the most likely one you're not going to die in, right? <laughs> I, I, I mean, the Marines is, is dangerous. The armies that's infantry. That's dangerous. Much more, yeah. Yeah, the Navy... <laughs> Is less dangerous than the army and the marines, but it's still. But I don't know how to swim, so. Well, yeah, and it's still <laughs> more dangerous, I think, than the air force. I think the air force is the most is the least dangerous of the group. I could be wrong, but that's just the feeling I get, and, and you know, from the friends also that I have who served in the air force. Um, and then again, what do you want to do when you get to the air force? Is a really another question to ask. What anybody wants to do when they get into the military, because when you enlist. You also write down there what jobs you'd like to have, whether it be as a, uh, you know, a technician, a medic, a, uh, you know, mechanic, an air traffic controller. I mean, there are jobs you do that when you sign up for those jobs, that's what's going to be your job. They're going to train you for that. You, you don't just sign in the Air Force, think you're going to, f- you know, you're going to fly fighter jets and bomb fucking places, right? There are <laughs> jobs there that. You could be a police officer, but that you have to actually write it down, and then they'll, you know, educate you and train you so you can get certified in that. So you have to answer all those questions, and mm-hmm. once you do, and you feel good about all of those answers, then yeah, why not? Fucking do it. I think I think the Air Force would be a lot of fun. In fact, I'll be honest. I want our son Lucas to be in the Air Force. I want him to go to the U.S. Air Force Academy in Colorado, which is a very difficult, difficult, difficult school academy to get into. You have to be um, recommended by a congressman or a senator to even be considered to get into that school. You have to be the best in your class. You have to have a lot of activities. You have to be athletic. There's a lot of shit that goes on. Now, that's the Air Force Academy, which 
again, sobrang hirap pumasok, no? But outside of that, what do you why why do you want to be in the military? Let me let me let me start asking you some of the questions that just like that I just threw out. Uh, um, my husband is also in the military. Yeah, what so is what does he do? He's in logistics, like management. Okay, and and um, so when I got here, uh, I was also uh, considering joining because at first I was having a hard time. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I was having a hard time, like getting jobs here because I'm from outside the country, you know? So I feel like, oh, if I join, it's like a guaranteed job. But at the same time, uh, if I did join, there will be a big possibilities that we might get stationed uh, like separately. And I don't like that one too. Like, I just wanted to join because it's going to be a good, like, it would free me from financial burden and it would really, like, set me up for life in a way. You or both of you? You or both of you? Because, hey, you keep saying you, financial security for you, but... Yeah, but your husband (laughs) is in the military. Does he not get paid enough for the both of you? No, he gets paid enough, but it's actually... He actually uh, suggested it to me too before because it's gonna give me a uh, free schooling and everything. Like, but the thing is, I'm just afraid if I did join, if I did qualify and everything, it, like, if we get stationed apart, and I don't want to deal with that whole well, well, he, LDR. He, yeah, he knows more than I do about this. I, mm-hmm. Is it sure, na? Or maliit lang yung chance na the, that if you guys both are in the Air Force that they'll separate you? Or malaki ba yung chance that they'll both separate, you guys will be separated if you join the Air Force? Maybe he should research that a little bit. And maybe they no, make an exception for married couples. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I this, thought he, they did. He did, say, um, he did say that it would be a big chance for like both of us to be stationed in one station, but uh, the thing is if he gets deployed, like right now he's, he's deployed again. Like, where, where is he? Shit, in the I, Middle East? Dubai. Dubai, yeah. How long is he there? He's going to stay there for like six months. Oh, gosh. If he yeah. listens to this, he's going to Well, well, well <laughs> but that's the reality. And yeah. I, I don't know. If you feel like you should go and he has vouched for you and he has recommended it, and you're right. I mean, when you go in, when you come out, it depends how long you're going to stay. Let's say you love it. Let's say you go there and you fucking love it and you stay there for 20 years. You'll have a pension. You'll be taken care yeah. of medically, <laughs> insurance-wise, after you're done. Like, there's so many benefits if you're really at a rough place where you can't find anything. Did you go to college or no, high school? I did go to college. Did you finish? Yes. I, you, I do have... Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What did you take? What's your degree? A liberal arts. Yeah, no, fuck. Um, <laughs> no, I know, I know what you're talking about. Me too, right? Where did you go? In the Philippines or in the U.S.? In the Philippines. In the Philippines, okay. I went to the Philippines. Okay. Yellow. <laughs> you know, well, do, you, do you have a job right now? I do have a job right now. That's the thing. Because um, 
my priority is to really get into the military. If not, I wanted to like have a career, you know. I got a job right now, but the thing is because my husband is in the military, I I go where he goes. Right. So yeah. you see, that's my frustration because I really want to build up my career. I, will, I really want to have my own thing, but I can't really build it up because we keep on moving. Yeah. No, that's that. You're you're right. It sucks. Oh and gosh. <laughs> Can can't you get a civilian job at an air force base? So when you do move. You're moved, but you're also employed. And I don't know if that's... The thing is, I tried sure that possible. the first time. Yeah. I did try that the first time, but I can't. Because he petitioned me to go here. So I don't have... Uh, I'm still, like, I have my conditional. Right, So right, right. the only way I can work civilian is I, ha- I have, like, removed my conditional. So are, do you have kids? Again, sorry. Do you have children? Do you have any kids? No. No. Okay. Good. Thank God. No. <laughs> yeah. But okay. Okay. So listen, Mary. I I think if your priority is the military and you feel good about it and you have jobs in mind that you when you enlist you want to, like you want to, you want these jobs. It could be. I'm not sure if like you can be a nurse, for example, in the military, and not have nursing school, and they'll just send you there. I don't know that stuff. You know, you should research it. But think of roles you want. And have those in mind because you don't want to enlist in the military, not have an idea of what you want to do career wise while you're serving. And then they're just going to put you in some random position. Have something in mind when you sign up and, and, and they'll train you and you'll go to school for it and whatever it may be and whatever they allow Go do that. Don't just enlist and go say, bahala na, wherever I get sent, whatever job I get, yun yun. Really be specific about what you want. Um, it's funny because today, you know, I work at the airport here in Las Vegas where, where, where you are. And today I went into the FAA uh, tower. And I've always wanted to be an air traffic controller. I went to, I took up aviation science. So hopefully one day I will be there. And, you know, obviously radio, TV got in the way. And it was, and of course, TV and radio are very lucrative. So I went that route. But today it was one of those days where I regret never pursuing that because god i love that job i love i would have loved it and i was there and i you know it's not really open to just any employee you kind of have to set things up for you to get up there and when i got up there i was like holy shit i mean fucking a this is it man this this is what i should have become and i regretted it and i i know and the reason why i'm bringing that up is because there's a path to that job via the military um, they they do they do have slots. I th- I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, the FAA, the Federal Avi- uh, Aviation Administration Authority, whatever it is, they have <laughs> slots for military air traffic controllers. And if I were 26 again, just like you, and maybe you're a little too old, in fact, if, but if I were that mm-hmm. young, I would go in there, I would learn it, and then I would transfer into an airport after X amount of years. Like, that's... I mean, I, I've been thinking about it all day long up till this very second talking to you. So I don't want you to regret anything. If, if this is your thing, go out there and do it. Just make sure you specialize in something. So when you get out of the Air Force, if you get out in four years or whatever, you'll be able to then get a job easier in that specialization. Now, maybe you'll stay 20 years and have an amazing pension at the end and have a really good high ranking working your way up. That's possible as well. But if you feel like you're stuck 
and you just have no career direction and you really like yeah. the Air Force, yeah. if you really like <laughs> the Air Force, then yes, absolutely. I think you should join it. I think there's a lot of value there. Yeah, that's the thing because I don't think I, I just go, like I just wing it every day. Like yeah. I really don't have a direction. If I did join, they would set me up for something. Yeah, they would. You know? They would. They set you up. And again, it could be for school. Maybe they pay for your master's. Maybe they put you in a position that's really important and that you really fall in love with and when you get out of the military you can get a job there you could be a fucking dentist who who cares like think <laughs> think of things that you really like you would like to do and when you do it it's either you stay in the air force for a couple of decades or 10 15 years or you get out after a few years and, and get a job in the private sector or the public sector whatever it is doing that so you know yeah i i mean again reflect on it reflect on it yeah, I'm just, I'm not like 100% sure to join because I don't like the idea of living like for PMT and stuff like that. I yeah. I don't like it anymore. If, like, if, if your husband, yeah, if your husband says, and again, he'll know this more than me, that there's a very good chance that you guys will deploy together, then I think that's a really good thing. But that's his, you know, it, it's based on his opinion, whether he thinks it's possible or likely. And I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Good luck, my dear. I, 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 you know, think about it for a little bit and then decide and decide soon because you're 26. You want to get into the military when you're young. So, you know, th think about it already. Yeah. Yeah. All right, love. Thanks for the call. Good luck. Thank you. Mary. And thanks for <laughs> serving the country, as they always say, to your husband and maybe one day to you as well. Bye, dear. Bye. Thank you. All right. Bye. -bye. bye. Yeah. What an interesting call. Never, I don't think I've ever got that. So I like it. You are listening to Good Times and Mother Podcast, season six, episode number 35 from the uh, Kumu Podcast Studios. Of course, the show is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. We'll take a break. When we come back, we have more of the show. Don't go away. Worldwide. Worldwide. It's Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWM Podcast on Facebook. GTWM is brought to you by Sharp Philippines. Recorded at the Kumu Podcast Studios. Hey, everyone. I just want to say thank you for listening to today's podcast episode here at Good Times with Mo, the podcast, season six. Of course, I record this in the Kumu Podcast Studios, but the Kumu exposure just doesn't end there. Check out the app. You'll find a bunch of live streaming artists. The community is powered by musicians, DJs, artists, educators, and everyday Filipinos sharing their stories around the world through their own live stream channels. You can earn money from that. You can also earn money from game shows. You can play stuff like Quizmojo, which is a ton of fun and can get you some serious cash. You can also win prizes like trips to Boracay or cell phones. Kumu's got it all. It's fun, it's interactive, and you can make some coin. Check out Kumu at the App Store. It's absolutely free, and we'll see you here at the Kumu Podcast Studios for our next episode. Thanks, Kumu. Thanks, everybody else. See you next time.